0: Um, the Lord started giving me something on Monday to share, and the more I pressed in and the more he started kind of expounding, um, I got four pages of notes, and I knew it was not going to be a normal brief share, so I asked if I could share after worship so that I didn't interrupt a flow. Um, the Lord kind of pointed out a season in my life, and let's see, compared it to where Grace Covenant is right now, and I feel like that's what I'm called to share about this morning. Um, This is humbling. This requires some vulnerability, which I don't like, but I'm being obedient, and I'm going to share what he gave me. Um, I announced last week that Brandon and I had been married for a year. We've actually known each other for 30 years, and we've been together for seven years, And um, if you know anything about our story, you know those were not passive seven years. Those were very active um, years in terms of the Lord doing a work in both of us separately and as a couple. Um, We really feel strongly that at some point the Lord is going to have us share our story as a whole. But we've really just been trying to be patient and kind of let him say when to share what. And so this is my little portion of what he's asked me to share. Um, I feel like Grace Covenant Church is at a crossroads. Can you guys confirm that? Do you feel that? Like Grace Covenant is kind of at a crossroads right now? Okay. So I'm not crazy. Um, It feels like we've been kind of experiencing a shaking, and we've been talking about the new a lot, and what the new things that he's bringing us into um, that could be, potentially be very different from where we've come from in the past or what we've looked like in the past or how we've been shaped in the past. Um, and I know that anytime the Lord does something drastically different, it can be a lot of insecurity, uncertainty, confusion about what he's doing, not knowing how we fit in, not knowing what it's supposed to look like. Um, and that's kind of where my experience comes in. In 2014, I had been living in Houston for about five years. I was in a serious relationship with a man that I felt like the Lord had said I was going to marry, and I was really pressing into that relationship based on that word from the Lord. And it was not an easy relationship, it was not really even a healthy relationship to some extent, but I heard the Lord and I was pressing into it, and... Um, in April of 2014, we broke up, and I felt very certain that the Lord was not having me go down that path anymore. Um, and about that time, um, Brandon had already gone away, and we had started to write back and forth. He was spending his time writing a lot of people, just keeping in touch, and, um, so we started writing back and forth, just kind of renewing our friendship, and, um, As our communication started to increase, it kind of became clear that the Lord was changing our relationship and that um, it was probably going to be something neither one of us had ever thought that it would be at that point. Um, It was an exciting time. It was fun. It was, um, you know, we were definitely in love, but for me, uh, there was a lot of fear and confusion and struggle. There were two dynamics happening in my relationship with the Lord during this season. I was dealing with a lot of disappointment coming out of that last relationship and feeling like I had heard the Lord and it not happening the way I felt like it was going to turn out. Um, And kind of disappointed in missing God and missing what I thought he had said. And at the same time, I really felt like he wanted to change the way he spoke to me. I felt like um, he wanted to start speaking to me in different ways that he had never spoken to me before. And um, I was really trying to lean in that and to press into that um, and let him reshape how he spoke to me. Um, So as I would pursue the relationship with Brandon... I was pursuing it with these things in play, not trusting myself to hear the Lord correctly, knowing he wanted to speak to me differently, not knowing what to look for in terms of confirmation or you know a yes or a no or anything like that. Um, but Brandon had really heard a word from the Lord about us and was walking very confidently in it. So I was very diligent to keep pursuing him. I wanted to, to really get this right. Um, My spirit had such a peace about my relationship with Brandon, but when my head would get in it, when my flesh would get in it, it didn't make sense what he was calling me to. This could not be God. God could not be leading me to a relationship with a man in prison who had struggled in marriage before and who was probably going to be gone for a while. This this could not be God's plan. This doesn't make sense. This was not what I was raised for. This was not what I had walked with the Lord for. This felt dangerous. Um, this felt like the opposite of what I should have been called to. Um, when I say that this was one of the darkest seasons of my life, it wasn't dark in the sense of evil. It was dark in the sense of intense. It was a deep. I pursued the Lord harder in that year than I ever have in my entire life. In a lot of ways I never had before. Um, and he was so faithful to speak to me in different ways. He spoke to me in some ways that I had disregarded before. He spoke to me through some people that I had disregarded before. Um, But it was so blatant and obviously him speaking that I couldn't disregard it anymore. Um, Very unconventionally, through some very unconventional people. Um, But as I pressed into him, over the course of about a year, he began to do a really deep work in me, that needed to be done in order to walk into this new revelation that he was giving me. I had had in my mind the way my life was going to go, and the Lord was taking it in a completely different direction. And in order to do that, he had to do, in order for me to surrender to that work, some major things had to be torn down. Some major reconstruction had to be done. And this is what I feel like, how this applies to Grace Covenant and where Grace Covenant is. Um, <clears throat> number one, the new thing can feel like a contradiction to the old thing. When Jesus came to earth, he showed up to a lot of people that were living out of the last revelation that they got, which was the law. That was the last big revelation the Lord had given them. And they had built this framework around this revelation. And Jesus did not fit in. He even seemed to contradict it. Um, There were several times he said, you have heard it say, and he would quote the law, but I say, and he would say the opposite of what that law was. Um, He talked about how He didn't come to say that the wrong was wrong. That he didn't come to say that the law was wrong, or abolish it. But he came to end that season and bring a new way. Um, Ezekiel twelve twenty three. My lovely assistant is going to put the scriptures up for me. Um, Ezekiel twelve twenty three. Tell the people, this is what the sovereign Lord says. I will put an end to this proverb, and I looked up that specific translation of proverb, and it means a saying of wisdom or a wisdom. I I will put an end to this wisdom, and you will soon stop quoting it. Now give them this new wisdom to replace the old one. The time has come for every prophecy to be fulfilled. I believe the Lord is going to give us new wisdom, and he's going to call us to stop saying the old wisdom, that was good in its season, and say the new wisdom. Um, the thing that was good in the past any, the, the thing that was good in the past is not good for now. It didn't mean it was wrong. It just means it's a new season. Um, I believe for grace covenant. I believe this for a body, and I believe this as individuals that there are things that the Lord said yes to in the last season. That he's saying no to now, and I believe that there are things in the new season, in the old season, that he said no to, that he's saying yes to now. Um, if there are things that you have felt him pricking your heart about that have always been okay, I think it's time to start paying attention to those things. Um things that have been good or under grace, I think the Lord is starting to shift those things. Um, Are there things that we haven't done in the past that he's now wanting us to move into, things that we may have even labeled bad, that now it's time to walk in? Um, You can't go into the new place with the old tools. Number two, We cannot create a picture in our minds of what it will look like. The people that Jesus came to had a very specific view of what the Messiah should be. Um, They had prophecies of a king that would take David's throne. They were under Roman rule, and they felt like their Messiah should have come with a sword in their hand and freed them from their Roman captivity. Um, And Jesus once again, came as the opposite. He was a pacifist who hung out with the people that they had been taught to kill and stone and reject. Um, And he almost seemed more interested in correcting them than their enemies. He argued more with them than he did with the people that they really wanted him to take care of. Um, How many people missed what he was doing because he wasn't fulfilling their idea of what he should do. Mark 6.3, they took offense at him. Luke 4.28, and all the people in the synagogue were filled with rage as they heard these things. John 1.11, he came to his own, and those who were his own did not receive him. I don't think I've ever heard anyone say, after experiencing God move in a major way, that went exactly how I thought it would. Isaiah 48, 6 through 8. You have heard my predictions and seen them fulfilled, but you refuse to admit it. Now I will tell you new things, secret things you have not heard. They are brand new, not things from the past, so you cannot say we knew that all the time. All Yes, I will tell you of things that are entirely new, things that you have never heard of before. If we are so locked in on what he's done in the past, and what he said in the past, we cannot hear something we've never heard before. The new thing may be offensive, it may anger some, and it will be most likely rejected by some. But those who were desperate for what he brought recognized what he was. They were so ready for change they were so over the status quo and the abuse and the dysfunction of the old revelation that what he brought, though confusing, was at t- was refreshing. <clears throat> Number three: you must have new framework for the new thing. Luke 5:36 through 39. Then Jesus gave them this illustration. No one tears a piece of cloth from a new garment and uses it to patch an old garment, for then the new garment would be ruined, and the new patch wouldn't even match the old garment. If God is giving us a new pair of pants, why would we tear it up to fix the old pants? For the new wine, see, and no one puts new wine into old wineskins. For the new wine would burst the wineskins, spilling the wine and ruining the skins. New wine must be stored in new wineskins. But no one who drinks the old wine seems to want the new wine. The old wine is fine, they say. The scripture is in all three, is in Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. No, Matthew, Mark, and Luke. So apparently... He wanted us to understand this concept, that we cannot use the new to fix the old. We cannot take the new revelation and take bits and pieces of it and apply it to the old revelation and get what he has for us. Um, There were ideas about God and about myself and about other people that I had formulated based on strong, true teaching that I had either twisted or taken to an extreme or misunderstood that the Lord had to break down and fix before I could live out of the new generation. With any teaching or truth or theology, there will always be a dysfunction to some extent because we are human and broken, and these dysfunctions have to be dealt with in order to embrace the new. For me, I had to tear down strongholds. He had to release me from from some. He had to release me from some paths of influence that I had inappropriately placed in my life, and I had to lay down some beliefs about myself and about him. Someone had a word for me during this season, um, not knowing anything that I was going through. And He said this, he saw the Lord smashing rocks with a sledgehammer, like just violently almost. Um, and that's exactly what it felt like. It did not feel good. It felt like the rug had been pulled underneath my feet. Beliefs and ideas and concepts that had worked for me for so long were not working anymore. I was like grasping at things. I could not find a solid thing to cling on to because he was tearing it all away. Um, I feel like some of that. some of us are going through that right now, where... Um, some of the things that we have built are coming down. Uh, you feel like the rug has pulled out from underneath you. And I think the Lord is just saying, that's me, I'm doing that, let it happen. Don't hold on to the old things. Don't um, try to understand, but just surrender and let me do the work. Um. Like I said, it was a... It was the most intense season of my life for about a year of just letting him tear down things and letting him give me the new revelation in a way that I I, I could accept it, in a way that um, I could surrender to it. Um, I'm here to tell you it's worth it. I'm here to tell you I would go through it again in a heartbeat. And I'm excited about what this season means for Grace Covenant. If we lean into it, if we press into it, if we let him tear down those things. Um, I don't know what those things are. I, they're not for me to name. Um, but I think it's going to be incredible. And I think it's going to look completely different than any of us think it could or thought it could. So thank you for the grace.